Welcome to Hot Mess Express, where we spend 30 minutes every week talking entertainment news, current events, life in New York City, and other pops of culture along the way. I'm Ali. And I'm Trey. This week, the main topic of the Hot Mess Express is dating and going out. Don't judge us, listeners. This week, the Hot Mess Express train is in for a rough ride. So last weekend we went out. Uh, listeners, I never go out. Like, I'm a major homebody. Like, I like opening a bottle of Chianti and watching The Good Wife. That's, uh, that's my special place. But Tree loves to go out because he's desperate for love. Love me. So we went to a bar on the Upper West Side called Joe's with Tree's friend Jim, who joined us. Uh, I mean, the point of the evening was to have fun, be with your friends, but also... I wanted to see whether or not we could meet interesting people. Tree wanted to get laid. I didn't... I, well, okay. Maybe I did. But <laughs> <laughs> there's no backstepping that. But the thing is, like, I wanted to see how to best utilize the evening when I'm with two of my closest friends. Right. And we, like, we couldn't figure out, like, what the best, like, number is for going out. Like, is it... Like, two is weird. Two is weird because people think that you're going out. People think you're going out and it's like, if one of you hooks up, the other one is, like, alone. Up a creek. But then three is also weird. Three is ideal. I think three is perfect because, like, if one person kind of, like, gets uh, kind of, like, siphoned off to the side, the other two people can have a conversation and still be okay. <laughs> All right. So um, today's topic that we want to open with is, like, how to be the best wingman possible. Last week at uh, this gay bar, I saw that Ali was talking to someone. And Ali kind This of- was a fucking disaster. Tree ruined my life, as he is wont to do when we go out. This is why you cannot go out with Tree. So those of you who know Tree personally, like, you can never go out with him. I'm a great ally. He's a menace. He's a menace. Going out with him is like going into war. I've never been into war. I'm an ally. But- I would Like stand- the Axis and the Allies? Yeah, but the Ally, not the Axis. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tree is the Axis. Like, you go out, it's like, it's con- it's a constant minefield. I'm just running with this metaphor. It's like a minefield of emotional up. destruction. Okay, well, that's... A weapon of emotional destruction. Very good, very good. Um, No, I support Ali, because I was like, okay, Ali, this is a great opportunity for Ali to meet someone new. That sounds like you're taking me to a fucking church mixer. Tree instead took me to this raucous, awful gay bar, and he was, like, throwing me at men. Not metaphorically, like, actually pushing me physically. Okay, first of all, there was a beautiful trans woman. Woman? Yeah. um, Who approached Dolly. She was dressed in all black. She was very gothic. And she said... She was. She was very Crimson Peak meets early Cher. Okay. Well, whatever she was, she was, she was she was lovely and delightful, and she came over and think did she compliment your eyebrows? I think that's how the conversation started. Yeah, and that was really surprising because I haven't gotten my eyebrows done since I moved to New York. Yeah, because pain- eyebrows look jank. It's too painful. Um, so she complimented him, and then I basically pulled my my uh, friend Jem away from Ali. Yeah, this was pure abandonment. This is like levels of like when Kate Winslet let Leonardo DiCaprio knock it on the door, even though there was room on the door for two. It was just like pure selfishness. This was tree pulling away. I was basically giving Ali a window of opportunity to make a move. Right, but I didn't want to make a move. Okay, how are you supposed to know whether your friend is into the person or not? Bitch, you do. I made surreptitious eye contact with Tree, like, pleading, like, help me. No, I think the (laughs) eye contact you made was just like, I want space. That was not the eye contact listeners. I was like, (laughs) like, this, uh, this woman literally, like, sat on me and i was like and she was not like she was not a light lady so it was 
a lot of pressure. Okay, we are just body shaming everyone. No, no, no. So uh, that's your style. I don't body Weapon shame. of emotional destruction. Okay, that is drastic. So, But the thing is, like, okay, I felt that there was a true connection between You did not feel that. I felt Tree it. just wanted the story for this podcast. I mean, I was taking, documenting with photos. Yeah. There were some good photos that came out of that encounter. It wasn't an encounter. So anyway, I sat down um, to get drinks at the bar. Uh, and also because I always am looking for somewhere to sit. Um, especially in between good songs. It's like there's nothing better than like taking a seat and having a drink. Every time you go out, I always have to seduce Ali with the with like the promise of food. So I, this time I was like, oh, we're going to go for coronets after and get some slices of pizza. Right. Tree also always has to seduce me with like the playlist. Like if it's like, <laughs> if it's like a top 40 pop Britney playlist, like I'll go. So we wanted to like prove that we were fun. That's why we came out to this bar. And I was trying to get Ali to hook up with this lovely trans woman. So... Um, I had no intention of hooking up with anyone that night, let alone this trans woman, lovely as she so may have Ali been. So Ali basically got Gemini back with the with the promise of shots. He ordered shots and was like, Tree, come back, I right. shots. So I kept like beckoning Tree and Jim back. So I kept like in between while this woman was not directly staring me in the eye and her face was like an inch away from mine at all times. And I was trying to be polite, but then every time she looked away, I would look at Tree and be like, come back here. And he just like wouldn't. I waved. Yeah. He waved and like smiled. I'm from, an ally. From far away. Okay, so what are, what are the good practices of being a good wingman? So I think the good practices is you have to confirm that your friend has interest in the prospect before you depart. Yeah, but how do you do that when the prospect is literally right next to you? Text? Could you text? I don't know. Okay, so at the same bar that evening, I was hit on by a guy who was wearing these like really cool murder stroke glasses. He was a filmmaker. And the way that his friend wingman for him was that he basically knocked like introduced himself and said hey meet my friend um, Hugo. oh we're just naming names yeah now. his name is hugo he listens to this podcast yeah so okay this is like another aside but hugo i guess added tree on facebook and no, then i added him of course I mean, you did of course sp despy sp despy especially desperate um so yeah I can't even get over that, that you added him. But anyway, so Tree... Well, I had his number. Okay, so once, okay the, once you have someone's phone number, it's so easy to find out their other social media accounts. Right. So this guy he became friends with Tree on social media through right. Tree's initiation of contact. And then he listened to the podcast that we posted two weeks ago. Right. And he's probably going to listen to this one. So... Okay. Hi, Hugo. Disaster. Disaster. Okay. Um, I think he has a boyfriend. Hugo, do you have a boyfriend? Okay, this is not it's not a Skype conversation. I can actually respond to you. Um, well, so that was the best practice for Wingman. Wingman. Right, that Wingman was good because he established interest, two-way interest. I right. think that's key. Establishing interest that your friend has and that the prospect has in return. That's a good practice. Yeah, My not practice- what Tree did, which was just throwing me in the fire. Back well, to the war metaphor. But, but <laughs> I don't think... Okay, whatever. The war metaphor <laughs> is not working for me. But I will say that like... If, okay, let's say that Ollie was into this trans woman, it would have been a great wingman move. Right, but I wasn't, and I informed you of such both verbally and non-verbally. You could have just fucking gotten out of your ass, gotten out the, of the I chair. I wasn't going to give up the seating. There was tons the, of seats. The, the, no the, the, no was, one was sitting at the bar. That was a padded stool at the bar. For those of you who go out in Manhattan, you know that is rare to find a padded stool with back support at a bar. I don't even think it was for patrons. It was like for the DJ. (laughs) I was not giving it up. So anyway, I ordered shots, called them back over. We ditched the the lovely trans woman, sent her on our way. She was still standing there. But um, it was a great night. It was... 
I think that night kind of highlighted to me, like, all the, the, okay, moving on to our next topic, the wide range of, like, personas. personas, yeah, yeah, That yeah. you can have at a, at a bar when you're hanging out with your friends. Because this was, like, a, a quite a diverse group of people. So, like, when you look around, like, we, we talked about this earlier in this episode, but you talk about, like, the, the beleaguered hags. Those are omnipresent around New York City. So, these are, like, the girls who go out with their gay friends. You know, usually these are girls who, like, are in a relationship, but with, like, a, a very traditional, like, ESPN right. sports-loving guy who, like, doesn't want to take them out but the worst is like when you're like hard up and you still need like a female companion to add to add something to your overall look right so they're so to start off with the beleaguered hags they usually will go out with their friends their gay friends you know they'll, they'll wait to kiss their boyfriends goodbye be like i'm gonna go out paint the town red they'll break out the heels that they haven't worn for like six months and they'll be over it from minute one because their gay friends will take them to like gay bars where no one's paying attention to them for the first time and so desperate yeah, for attention. Yeah. So desperate for attention, and when no one gives them any attention, they're over it. Yeah, they're beleaguered hags. So you can tell that they just thought they were going to go get, like, a trendy sushi dinner, maybe spot, like, a celebrity who was, like, filming a movie in New York, and instead they got saddled with a night at a gay bar, their friends hitting on the bartenders while they're sitting there nursing their rum and Diet Coke. It's a sad affair. Sad affair. But going back to what Tree was saying, you know, a lot of times you have to include people in your group who maybe aren't the most engaging personalities, but just to balance out the going out group. Uh, so basically, Ollie's is choosing the people that he goes out with based on their their ability to fill up a bar and their ability to look attractive next to Ollie. Yeah, sometimes you have to up the glam quotient the glam, of your group. Okay, explain the glam quotient. So the glam quotient is uh, a concept that Tree and I formulated in Houston when we started going out because we both grew up there. So embarrassing. Um, and occasionally you have to invite friends out who maybe aren't the most engaging. Like they're not, conversation is not their forte. Nor is like, they're not really good wing wingmen. They're, they're not like, good at very much but they are beautiful to look at and they are magnetic for your group they, consider them to be like the the flames that drive the the moths the, the moths to the flamers okay you said it <laughs> <laughs> you actually said it okay so like okay besides being beautiful what do these people add so I here's the other thing. The great thing about typically about um, a glam quotient person is that they don't have their own opinions about what they want to do. Oh, so yeah. they're very go along. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they're, they're beautiful persuaded. and they'll go wherever you want to go. And they'll stick the evening out through to the end. To the end, yeah. So it's like you don't have to worry about like they're not the ones who are going to go make out with someone random. They're like there throughout kind of just like posing, looking great in photographs, taking great photographs of you, like... They they're, do know how to photograph really well. Yeah, they're, like, excellent contributors to the evening. Okay, but also, like, you also notice that when you go out with your friends, sometimes it becomes a total Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type situation where once they have a little bit of alcohol in them, they become a totally different person. Yeah, hot mess. Hot mess express. One one of our friends, I won't name names. but His like, name is Jim. Okay, well, Ollie's naming names. But when he gets drunk, he there's no filter. There's no yeah. PCness. He just becomes a full-fledged... Racist. And misogynist. And overall, like, misanthrope. Okay, so Jim is... He becomes a little bit on the negative side. Right. Um, yeah, so Jim, in the evening when he got drunk, was like, I have to block all of the other ethnic groups on Grinder because I don't like to see them. So he becomes, like, a belligerent, like, Clint Eastwood old man drunk. Okay, why is it that I'm the Axis when he's actually ethnic cleansing on his apps? That's true. That's true. Poor forum, Jim. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So 
like there that, that's I think I would I would classify that as like the Clint Eastwood belligerent old man over everything empty why chair it, yeah why is it so loud in here it won't be an empty chair after Ali pulls it up <laughs> yeah I need that chair no empty chairs <laughs> when Ali goes out pulling your tags um okay so sometimes the best drunks like the best drunk personas are people that are naturally boring like they could be the people that fill the glam quotient but when they get drunk they just get so hot mess express that they become fun yeah those are those are the ones you have to watch out for and it's great because these are not the people who are hot messes in your real life so these are not like these are the people who like if you're just meeting them for lunch they'll be on time they'll show up they're not going to cause a scene yeah they're the ones that order like the cob salad right the Cobb salad people. But these are also the people who, when you go out and get a few shots in them, will go crazy and really entertain you all evening. They're the woo girls. Yeah, the woo girls. So what is our drunk archetype? So I, I think I'm like a, a loving drunk. Like I love to hug people and sing and like I woo on occasion. You're definitely a wooer. Yeah. I become a little bit more like avant-garde. I'd say that I start, the way I dance is just very hypnotic. I start waving my arms around. I don't think you can self-designate your dancing as hypnotic. I There's definitely <laughs> some magnetic pull there. I think Tree watched Black Swan one too many times, but, tries to <laughs> recreate it while dancing. There is some poetic fluidity in my movements when I get drunk. Um, That's why Hugo so, was so enticed. Yeah, Hugo was enticed by Tree. But I think that was more down to the lack of options at this place, to be honest. It wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd i say that I'm probably like a 7.5, 8 on a good day in New York. But then like, okay, maybe not New York. Maybe like Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> but when you go above 100th Street, all bets are off. I'm definitely like pushing a 9. Yeah, because the hot people don't go above 100th. Um. But it was packed that night. It was packed, but we took a cab out there, and I was like, where are we? Like, we passed, like, the area where they film Precious in Morningside Heights. He's just fabricating this. He doesn't know that for a fact. I do. I'm certain. It's also Columbia University, one of the top Ivy League institutions in the world. Yeah, well, the, the Brainiacs are not known for their sexiness, I will say. Oh, gosh. This whole conversation centers around getting dick. But when you actually get the, <laughs> but when you actually get the dick, sometimes you become the victim. Um, Ali coined this beautiful term called dictimization. Dictimized. Okay, Ali, explain what that means. Okay, so this is when you have a friend, um, and oftentimes this circles back to like being someone who fills a hag role, but it's not always. It's usually like a female friend, but I have male friends who have gotten struck down with cases of victimization, unfortunately. He's pointing. And there is no cure. So essentially it's like you start dating someone and you change your entire behavior, personality, life choices, everything that you do for this person and you don't even realize it. It's like, if you've ever seen the, the TV show Happy Endings, it's like the Penny Hearts syndrome. Nobody has seen the TV show Happy Endings. It was canceled due to low ratings. It's a great show. Penny Hearts. Amazing. Watch it. Yeah, if you if you can, watch Happy Endings. But anyway, so dictimization is something that has struck our personal lives lately because we have a friend who is suffering from dictimization. I'm grimacing. <laughs> Tree, Tree's like that grimacing emoji. Which, do you guys know that emoji? The one that has like the teeth that are sort of chattering? It's like nobody knows whether that's excited or grimacing. I hate emojis. I don't know how to use them. That's a self-hating Asian moment if I ever okay. saw one. Okay. So would you ever what happened to our friend is she's moving to a new city for her boyfriend right that's crazy i actually support her because you know i know it seems crazy to me but we all do crazy things in love and i guess at the end of the day you really do have to support your friends okay what's like have you ever changed your interests or your passions to fit 
the interests or passions of another person. Yeah, I did date this guy who was a vegan, and I had to pretend like I cared about animals, which I don't. So did you, after the date, did you go home and, like, scarf down, like, tons of chicken nuggets? Uh, well, I dated him for a year, so I had to pretend... Oh, he was a vegetarian, so I had to pretend he's vegan now, so things have deteriorated for him. But I had to pretend that I was super into animal issues. He's not. I'm not. He would scarf down a whole pig, yeah, if possible. Yeah, I would, I would eat, like, full cow. A full cow. That's like religiously wrong and everything. All right, so dictimization. I mean, I confess that sometimes I get a little dictimized. Tree is always dictimized. That's his only move. It's It's being dictimized. So Tree, whenever he starts dating someone, has to see them for like four days in a row. So he has a good first date. The second date has to be the next day. And then the dates have to be in consecutive consecutive days days. until it ends. Which it always does. It's like flash exposure. You want to like really know what you're getting yourself into. I suppose that's true. For me, I'm much more of like a... A ticket slow. Like, I would love to, like, whenever I have a date, I don't want to see that person. It's almost like I fit my quota for, like, the week. So, like, okay, at the end of every sort of, like... Night out. Night out. Um, you need pizza. Or some sort of food. <laughs> we're not talking about that at oh, all. Uh, okay, that, That's where I thought we were going. Okay, so let's say that you're victimized and you realize... Sometimes there's a moment of clarity. You realize, okay, I don't actually want to be with this person. And you begin to strategize ways to disconnect... What is the best way to stop seeing someone? I think Ali and I have two different theories on this. Like, I'm I'm pro ghosting and fading someone out. I'm pro just cutting people off. Okay, so explain what you mean by cutting someone off. So, like, if I'm done talking with someone, I guess this could be a friend, this could be um, a, a romantic interest. I just, like, cut them off. I'm like... What do you say? This isn't gonna work. Yeah. I, I usually will give the person a heads up, just because I would want to know if it was me, so... Okay, so, like, this is totally different than what I would do. I would just stop texting and let them kind of reach the conclusion on their own that, like, this is not gonna work out. That's so cruel. Ali said that the reason why he is honest with someone and, and announces that, hey, I don't think this is gonna rom- work out romantically is because he wants that done to himself. Right, I would want to know. Okay, for me, I don't want to know when you're not interested in me romantically. I'd rather you, like, not say anything, ghost me, so I can make up the excuse myself. Right, denial. Because, like, okay. It ain't just a river in Egypt. Good one. <laughs> not only is, is his, like, military references on point, he's <laughs> geographically sound, too. Okay, so... For example, if someone doesn't text me back, I can be like, oh, he lost his phone, or like, he lost my number, or his thumb stopped working. Right, but this is delusional behavior. <laughs> like, this is a psychosis. Are there any psychiatrists listening to Hot Mess Express? Let's not do a Freudian analysis <laughs> of how fucked up I am. I'm just saying, I think it also is related to the fact that Tree goes on about two to 300 dates a year. Closer to 200 and 300, though. How many dates did you go on last year? We're not doing this right now. How many dates did you go We're on? We're not doing How this right. many dates did you go on last year? 163. 163 dates. So I guess if that's the type of volume game you're playing, then yeah, you have to like cushion yourself emotionally somewhat. All right. So my my stance is that I want someone to not say, hey, I'm not romantically connecting with you because it hurts my ego. And I think that like I should do the same and pay it forward. I shouldn't tell someone, hey, I don't think it's going to work out. Even though it might give them closure, maybe. That's, like, one ex- one reason to do it. But I just don't want to hurt someone's feelings. I'm all about, like, just moving on. I'm, like, a tech maven. I have a busy life. I do not want to have to deal with the guessing game. That's not me. You're a little too gritty. Witty I am gritty. gritty. I'm witty but gritty. That's my Instagram heading. Um, 
So, like, the problem with, like, ghosting someone, though, is, like, they might resurface when you least expect it. Like, two months ago, I <coughs> ghosted a guy, and he just texted me, to, like, a couple weeks ago. It was, like, happy, like, happy New Year's. I'm just, like, who are you? I don't even, I don't have their number, their name attached on my phone anymore. Well, so, I guess you would run out of storage if you saved all 163 days. I do have, like, 128 gigabytes, so it's, there's, there's a lot there. So you thought this through when making your electronics purchase? Everyone should. Okay. Everyone should. Okay, so like the best way to disconnect. I mean, there's two. There's two camps really. It's disconnect or to do a, like a harsh, a slow fade. Disconnect or a slow fade. Yeah. Um, so tell us what you think. Um, go to our Tumblr and let us know what you think and which method you prefer. But I think like either way, you're causing someone distress. It's just about which way will help them heal the quickest. It's true. I mean, I if you go on. If you go out with a lot of different men, you kind of have to make sure that you know what you want. Line them up in a queue, get them in formation, and... If you lined up all the men who tree-dated in the last calendar year, it would stretch the entire island of Manhattan. It's a long formation. Yeah. But speaking of formation, Beyonce released an amazing, <laughs> an amazing music video yesterday. Uh, I'm over Beyonce. I'm going to say it, listeners. I'm over Beyonce. You're not over Beyonce. I am. I'm over it. I, I just, like, I have no interest in her. She's, like, she. it's kind of like what happened with Lady Gaga a few years ago, where it's, like, you're such a cartoon caricature that I just have no interest. Okay, she hasn't released a song in over a year. Right. But it's, like, I guess it's also, like, I'm a big loyalist, so that's why I appreciate artists who, like, stay very true to themselves through their entire artistic journey. So, like, with Beyonce, I'm, like, the, the person who recorded... Halo is not the same artist who released this like bullshit video. It's like a different person. But she's an she evolves as an artist. No, but it's like it's like a different genre of music, like completely different artistic style. You can't hum any of her songs. That's really what it is. I like songs with like a song. You can't hum formation. Okay, Ollie is just a ballad queen. He just loves I love, ballads. I do, I do. I'm a sucker for a good ballad. That's I love Adele. Like Adele, yeah. like resurfaced like a couple months ago, and Ollie was all about it. Don't you guys love when you're like walking through the city and like listening to a ballad and pretending that you're in a music video, especially during winter? It's like the best thing ever. This is not a Vanessa Carlton music video. It's like the soundtrack to my life. Okay. Or when you're riding the train and like staring out the window majestically while the song plays in your headphones, it's like your private movie. You can't do that to Beyonce's okay. formation. Don't get me started on that new Rihanna album. It's good! It's terrible. Work is one of the most powerful songs we've heard in years. Let that sink in! <laughs> it's good! The lyrics to this song are literally, you better work, 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 work. Yeah, but you love the Britney song also on the same theme. Oh, work, bitch? Yeah. Yeah, it's aspirational. Just to wrap up, this week we talked about how to be a good wingman. Tips? So, tips for being a good wingman. Make sure that your friend is interested in the prospect. <laughs> That's a good start. Uh, which Tree did not do. Make sure that the prospect is also ambiently interested in your friend. And if your friend doesn't have a good personality, like you have to make sure the interest is there because they're not going to dazzle them. All right. So, a quick overview about the drunk personas that you encounter. Beleaguered hag. Beleaguered hag. Uh, glam quotient divas. Yep. And your racist friend. Jim. Jim. Yeah, that's just Jim. <laughs> that's just Jim. This is a category of its own. Um, and then some tips on how to avoid victimization. Um, don't make decisions based on romantic interests that are less than a year old. A year is a long time. That's because you're desperate. Okay, well. SP Despy. Okay, so how to disconnect from a romantic relationship when you're not feeling it anymore. Just let them know. Let it hurt. Let it heal. 
Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Write that down, Ali. It could be a sonnet or something. Sew it on a pillow. Um, Ali loves these cheap ass pillows from Home Goods. <laughs> they always say like some stupid shit like "dream more," "be more," or like "hello, I love you." <laughs> okay, moving. The last topic that we talked about was Beyonce. Some of us are into her. Some of us are no longer into her. Never. I'm was, over I'm, Beyonce. Ollie's over it. Over it. All right. So this is Hot Mess Express. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Catch us next week. Bye. Hot Mess Express is a co-production of Ali Fazal and Tree Chem, all rights reserved. You can catch all episodes of Hot Mess Express on iTunes and SoundCloud. To get the links or to learn more about our podcast, or to send us ideas, topics, or donations, please visit us at hotmessexpress.tumblr.com. Tweet us or Instagram us at Hot Mess Express Podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Coming up on Hot Mess Express. Did you suck him off? Ali! I, mean, I thought, I mean... Don't suck anyone off. That's, that's not true. But, like, if, like, the dick looks good, like, you don't have to, like, look up. True romance right there. Oh, my God. Okay. This is a disaster.